Hello, love, and welcome to Become Your Own Savior, the podcast for spiritually minded women who want to learn how to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns that keep repeating in their lives so they can become truly free and reclaim their power to create a life they truly love. I'm your host, master hypnotherapist and quantum healer, Genevieve Joy. In this episode, I'm going to show you why you need a powerful unconscious healing tool to solve a problem that's showing up in your physical reality. Look, nobody consciously creates their problems. Their source lives deep inside your unconscious. So the way you're going to be able to get rid of them for good is to use a tool that can access and heal that unconscious source at the highest level so that you can move past it quickly and efficiently for good. And you can stop feeling the chronic frustration and exhaustion that come with experiencing the same financial problems, the same health problems, the same relationship problems over and over again. And you can start having real peace and freedom and the ability to live as your most authentic self. And here's the thing. Once you understand the process by which true healing happens, then you come to understand that it is 100% possible for you to heal anything in your life that needs it. Because at the highest level, all problems function in the same way, which means they can all be healed in the same way, regardless of how you came to have a particular problematic pattern or for how long it's been going on, it doesn't matter. And because of that, there's no such thing as an unsolvable problem, unhealable trauma, or an unbreakable pattern. So in this episode, I'm going to show you how true healing really happens and how you can make it happen for you. Let's dive in. In episode eight, I showed you that all problems are simply an awareness that you have a problematic relationship to a high level resource. And the awareness of that problematic relationship is what causes your pain. That highly charged resource is going to be something like love, freedom, acceptance, etc. And once you get rid of the separation that exists between you and that resource, then the pain that separation is causing is going to naturally disappear. And that means the problem that's showing up in your physical reality, the emotions you're having about it, the thoughts you're having about it, none of that stuff is the real problem. It's just the evidence of the problem. And until you heal the separation between you and the high level resource, this problematic pattern is not going to permanently go away in all areas of your life. But when you do collapse that separation, all those problematic thoughts, their emotions, as well as the compulsion to repeat behaviors that are contributing to the problem, they all naturally go away. I feel like I just really need to hammer this one home and make sure that you get it because so much time and energy is spent in the mental health space and in the spiritual mainstream trying to tell you how to get rid of your negative emotions. And of course, that's important. But here's the thing. If you make feeling better your ultimate goal, what you're really doing is spending a bunch of time and energy cleaning up a bunch of crap piles in your life without getting rid of the equipment inside you that's producing the crap piles. And even if you get rid of that equipment, you still haven't addressed the place inside you through which that equipment was able to be installed in the first place. There's a need, a void, a space that your problematic equipment was able to fill. And until you collapse that space, you will continue to repeat that problematic pattern in new ways. That space is the separation that exists between you and that high level resource that you want more of in the context of the problem you're experiencing. Let me give you a real life example so you can see how this could play out in the area of your finances. Maybe you're someone who chronically struggles with having the right amount of money. Maybe it seems like you're always in debt, no matter how hard you try and stop it. You just can't seem to dig yourself out of that financial hole and stay out of it. 
Well, I bet there are things you're doing that you know you need to stop. And there are other things that you know you need to start doing if you're going to permanently break this cycle. You have unconscious programming inside you that's causing you to feel compelled to keep making the same kinds of choices that are contributing to this problem, like overspending. And you also have unconscious programming that's causing you to have an aversion to doing the things that will help bring you out of this financial hole for good, like budgeting and saving, right? All of that unconscious programming is keeping you from having access to the spiritual resource that money represents for you. And until that unconscious programming is healed, you won't be able to permanently break this pattern. What you might do you could be able to get the problem to switch contexts, meaning you could muscle up your willpower and temporarily override your unconscious programming by forcing yourself to save more money than you spend. Trying to fix the problem this way is not going to be pleasant. (laughs) You're probably going to feel like you have access to less money now than you did before because you're forcing yourself into a state of restriction in order to try and become free. Meaning, If the high-level resource that money represents to you is freedom, then by forcing yourself into an unwanted state of restriction to try and fix the problem, you're only moving farther and farther away from the thing that you want most, which doesn't make any sense. Plus, you're not designed to live in a chronic state of restriction and depletion. You're meant to live in a state of abundance and wealth. So if you try and force yourself into a restrictive state to try and get something you want, like financial freedom, you're only going to be able to do that for a short period of time. And then you're going to overindulge in some way in order to make up for that energetic deficit. You might overindulge in the same context of life, which would look like overspending, or you might overindulge in some other area of life, which might look like overeating. In other words, forcing yourself to feel terrible is never the pathway to happiness. So in this situation, before you even start thinking about budgets and paying down debt and investing, which all need to happen if you're going to get the kind of financial freedom you want, you need to neutralize the big picture concept of financial freedom itself. And certainly a bunch of other concepts as well, like, you know, discipline so that you don't make freedom the trophy that lives all the way at the end of the obstacle course. And when you do it this way, each step along your journey is going to help you feel a little more free and a little more free and just like compound interest, right? It's, it's a paradox. Feeling freedom now is the way to create the freedom that you desire, but you can't fake it. It's got to come from a real place or the results aren't going to be real for very long. Hey love, if you're ready to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns in your life so you can finally become free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love, then head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com. It doesn't matter if your problematic pattern is in the area of love and relationships, health and wellness, or money and career, and it doesn't matter how you acquire this problem or how long it's been going on. Since all problems have an unconscious source, that means they're all fixable with a combination of a powerful unconscious healing tool and a step-by-step plan to permanently move you from where you are now to where you want to be. So whether there's one big problematic pattern that's been causing you to suffer for a long time, or if you're chronically feeling unsatisfied with your everyday reality and you know you're not being who you're meant to be, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com now and get everything that you need to become truly free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love. Okay, back to the show. 
So now that you know that the way to heal the source of any problematic pattern is to collapse the space between you and that highly charged resource that has rulership over this pattern. So the yardstick that you need to be using when it comes to healing tools needs to be, can it find and heal the unconscious source of the highly charged resource resource that's ruling my problematic pattern? So Let's use that yardstick to take a look at the most common spiritual healing tools that I get asked about regularly and see how they measure up. Let's start with talk therapy. If you listen to episode four, you know that emotional problems are just like physical problems in that when it comes to healing, figuring out why you got hurt is not going to do jack squat to help you heal. Talk therapy is great if you've been gaslit by somebody who made you feel crazy and you need a way to have your sanity affirmed so that you can trust your memories and your emotions and your intuition. That stuff is super important, but it's not the stuff that's going to help you to find that high level resource and collapse it because talk therapy works at a conscious level and this problematic pattern lives at the highest level of your unconscious. So what about different kinds of somatic therapy, other things that are, you know, aimed at trying to help you process your emotions, Remember, as problematic as your thoughts and emotions might be, they can't possibly be the real problem. They don't live at a high enough level to control your unconscious programming. They are the result of your unconscious programming. So, you know, while processing your emotions might help you feel a little better for a little while, they can't possibly help you end the problematic pattern that those emotions are the product of because it can't collapse the separation between you and the highly charged resource that's at the source of this thing. But it can do is help you feel a little better for a little while. Now, healing modalities like hypnosis and EMDR can access and change your problematic unconscious programming. But what they cannot do by themselves is bypass your conscious resistance. And because of that resistance, there are some serious limitations to how deeply you can heal with these two modalities. And because they don't work at a high enough level, they're also very limited in terms of the power that they have to collapse that problematic separation. Now, what about journaling? It's every spiritual woman's favorite thing. And if you're not doing it, then you're definitely not in the cool club. (laughs) I did it every single day for most of my life since I was very, very little, like on my birthday, going down to the Hello Kitty store and buying one of those ridiculous journals with the stupid lock on it. It was my ultimate favorite thing. I loved it so much. Um, And every time I did it, every time I journaled, I did feel a lot better. I'm going to show you now why lots of women love it where it can be helpful, and why I want you to consider never, ever doing it again, at least in the way you've probably been doing it. Journaling can be really helpful when you need to answer questions like, who am I? What do I want to become? Who do I never want to be again? What do I want to have more of? What do I want to have less of? What makes me truly happy and fulfilled? What's important to me in life? Are those things really beneficial for me? These are the kinds of big picture questions that you need to have answers to in order to create a truly happy life. And answering them on the pages of a journal can be a great way for you to do that work. Now, here's where things get real dicey when it comes to journaling. For many, many women, the pages of their journal is the only place in their life where they are 100% honest. And because of that, it is the one place where they feel true love. Because love is simply having all the space you need to be your most authentic self. And we all need that, as much of it as we can get. But when your journal is the only place you have access to real love, what happens when you're done journaling? 
and now you have to go about your life in the real world. Most of us feel compelled to shove ourselves into a lot of different costumes throughout our day. And then we force ourselves to commit self-sacrifice over and over again so that we can prove our worth in that role. Maybe we wear the costume of the good mother and we sacrifice our truth and our desires in order to prove that we're worthy of playing this role. I've done that a lot. (laughs) And, you know, maybe some of us force ourselves into the costume of a good worker or the good business owner. And we sacrifice a different aspect of our truth and our desires in order to meet that artificial standard of worth. And then maybe we put on another costume of the good partner and we'll say the things we feel like we need to say and we'll do the things that we feel like we need to do in order to validate our wearing of that costume. And every time you do this, you're launching a grenade into the battle that's already raging inside you between who you are at a soul level and who you believe you have to be now in order to be loved and accepted in the ways that are important to you. My love, I am telling you, this has to stop. When you commit self-sacrifice in this way, you are creating a situation where you are the only person who is allowed to truly love you because you're the only person who truly knows you. And that's not fair to the people who want to know the real you so they can have an opportunity to love you the way you want them to. And that means you're going to have to be really brave and let the words you speak match the words you're saying inside yourself. And let the choices you make in the real world match the choices that your soul is calling you toward. That is the only way you're going to be able to stop this war. Now, if you've been living a self-sacrificial life for a long time, like I did, you might need to heal the major negative emotions from your past so that you can start having appropriate emotional responses in the present moment. Because when we self-sacrifice for a long time, we build up a lot of anger that goes deeply unconscious. And for somebody, if you're like me at all, expressing the emotion of anger was a no-no for me because that would make me, well, not fit the definition of what it means to be a good woman. And so I just tended to repress all of my anger. If you would have asked me back then if I had problems with anger, I would have said, absolutely not. The issues that I had in my body said otherwise though. So healing all the major negative emotions on my past was really, really important for me. And I think it can be really helpful for women who have struggled with self-sacrifice in any way, even if it's just a little bit. This is exactly why one of the first healing audios inside Warrior Woman University is specifically designed to help you heal the major negative emotions from your past because it just brings the intensity of your entire life way down so you're not so reactive and you can start to see yourself and your life a lot more clearly. Now, Another reason why women love journaling is because they want to create a record of their life to prove to themselves that they've, you know, done a good job, you know, in terms of living, they've lived a good life and that all the hard work they've done in trying to make their lives better was worth it. And you're right. You do need that proof. But trying to get it this way is a lot like searching for nuggets of gold in a dumpster. I mean, they're in there, but it's going to be real hard for you to find them when you need them. And and plus, hanging on to your old stories keeps you symbolically tied to them. And what we want is to permanently move on from them. That's why I am not a fan at all of trying to record your life in a journal and then hanging on to those stories forever. 
I really think the goal needs to be to create as much space for yourself as you possibly can so you can feel free to continually evolve into versions of yourself that are more and more authentic. And hanging on to your old way of being in any way is antithetical to that goal. But you do need conscious confirmation that you're changing in the right ways and, you know, to show you that it's worth it for you to keep going. So the way we do that inside Warrior Woman University is with something called a monthly life inventory. It's a way for you to take a quick snapshot of each area of your life and make those intangible feelings very tangible and measurable. So you can get instant proof that even if you're not yet where you want to be in a certain area of your life, you're definitely not where you used to be and things are definitely changing for the better. We talked a lot about this in episode three of this season. If you'd like to go back and give that a listen. And the last big reason why women tend to love journaling is the reason why I want to burn every single journal that exists on planet earth. And that is rehashing the past. So many women use their journal to try and get out their big feelings about things that happened in the past that are continuing to bother them. And the desire to do that is a good thing. Those feelings are going to come out of you one way or another. And if you don't deal with them in an appropriate way, then you're probably going to vomit them all over the people that you love most. And that's not a pleasant experience for anyone. And it's a really good way to ruin a relationship. So I I get why you'd want to do this. I used to do it too. But what I learned is that every time you bring up events from your past in this kind of conscious way... What you're doing at an unconscious level is reinforcing the structure of that problematic event. And since our memories serve as containers for the emotions that we experienced in those events, when you reinforce the memory, you're making sure those problematic emotions stick around for even longer and potentially at an even higher level of intensity. What you really need is to dissolve the container so the emotions inside it can dissolve too. Now, here's where things get a little tricky. The other thing that's happening when you rehash your past in your journal, or frankly, any other way, is that you're cementing the identity that you created around being the kind of woman who could be hurt in that way. And that old identity is the one thing that absolutely must die away before you can be reborn into the kind of woman for whom that painful situation could never, ever happen. I mean, it just, it seems like secretly a lot of women are looking for some sort of validation. We, we want to know that we were right to feel the way that we felt and that we were right to make the choices that we made. And maybe it comes from this, you know, chronic problem that our society has of like not listening to women. But frankly, it doesn't matter why it got there. That old way of being is a big contributing factor to your current problematic pattern. And if you're going to affirm that old identity, then you're simultaneously rejecting the new identity that you need to embody in order to put this problematic pattern behind you for good. So knowing all of this, let's hold journaling up to our new healing tool yardstick and ask, can it find and heal the unconscious source of the highly charged resource that's ruling my problematic pattern? And the answer to that is no. Even if you set the intention when you journal and try to use it for that purpose, you're not going to be able to do it because there's a very specific process that you need to put your problematic pattern through in order to uncover that high level resource. It's called energetic mapping. It's a way of thinking and looking at your problems that we've all been conditioned against. 
And doing this process is the very first part of the quantum healing process that I'm going to tell you about in just a minute. So the bottom line with journaling is the only way it can be used for your benefit is to help you find the answers to those big life questions that only you can answer. Every other way you're using your journal is making your life worse. And it's not going to permanently get better in the ways that you want until you stop. So now that you know what doesn't work and why it doesn't work, let's talk about what does work when it comes to healing the unconscious source of your problematic patterns. There are two powerful healing tools that I use because I found them to be far and away the most effective unconscious healing tools available to us now. The one that I use with my one-to-one quantum healing intensive clients is Ancient Hawaiian Huna. Huna is a set of spiritual healing principles and a set of ancient healing symbols that, when used correctly, have the power to produce the deepest transformation in the shortest amount of time that I have ever seen. It has the power to do absolutely miraculous things. So if you're in a spiritual emergency where you've been facing one intense problematic pattern for a long time, and now you're starting to lose hope that you're ever going to be able to break free from this, then Huna is the one you want because it completely bypasses all of your conscious awareness where most of your resistance lives. And it hits straight at the heart of your problematic programming. And I witnessed clients make real life miracles with Huna, stuff like going from stage four cancer to no cancer with zero medical interventions. I've helped women who have completely lost their will to live. And then the day after a Huna session, they feel totally capable of handling their current situation and optimistic for their future. It's like that stuff is just gone. I've helped women who have completely lost their will to live. And then the day after a Huna session, they suddenly feel totally capable of handling their lives and optimistic for their future. And this is my favorite part. A lot of them can't even remember feeling hopeless. They know things were bad, but one day after, they're so far removed from that terrible place that they can't identify with it anymore. And they really do feel like somebody new. Huna is just, it's so powerful. That's why I love it so much. And that's why I use it with all of my one-to-one clients. Now, the quantum healing process that I teach all my Warrior Woman University students uses the foundational principles of Huna, but instead of the Huna symbols, you're going to use a powerful step-by-step symbolic healing process. There are two parts to it. There's the self-discovery process and the self-healing process. The self-discovery process is a worksheet that's strategically designed to help you uncover those highly charged resources that are causing the problematic you're facing. You're going to create that energetic map, as well as all the ways that this pattern is energetically attached to you. And it's also designed to uncover all the ways you're energetically pushing away what you want to have instead of that problematic pattern. None of the self-discovery work is about rehashing your past. These questions are designed to help you get to one word, maybe two word phrases, right? Love, acceptance, things like that, right? Those are those highly charged concepts that need to be healed. And the self-discovery worksheets are going to guide you in doing that. Then when you've gathered all the information that you need, you're going to take it all and listen to the self-healing audios. It's a step-by-step process that guides you through healing all those highly charged concepts at the highest level so you can get the deepest, long-lasting results. And you're going to be also guided to collect proof that you have indeed made a big change. And that's going to help your unconscious mind feel safe in moving forward without that old problematic pattern. Now you might be asking yourself, well, if Huna's more powerful, why don't you just teach me how to do that? And the answer is, because you don't want that yet. 
in order for you to be able to use Huna for yourself, you need to go through a spiritual initiation process to have those symbols installed in you. When I use them with my one-to-one clients, they're not being installed. I've had them installed in me, which gives me the authority to use them with you. So installation and use are not the same thing. Now, these symbols bring with them an intensely powerful light. And that light is going to shine upon everything living inside you that you've been trying to keep hidden from yourself. Meaning, you're immediately going to have to deal with all your deepest, darkest crap that's been holding you back your entire life because now you have the power to heal it. So having the Huna symbols installed without first cleaning up a lot of the problematic patterns that you're already aware of on any level is exactly like diving for treasure at the deep end of the pool without knowing how to swim. You can 100% do it, but you are guaranteed to feel like you're drowning at some point. And I just feel like throwing you into that situation is unethical. Eventually, I am definitely going to create a Huna initiation process that's available to women who have completed Warrior Woman University so that I can make sure that you're ready to handle the responsibility that comes with having it. You know, and look, the last thing I want to do is gatekeep this information. There are a lot of very litigious people out there who are actively trying to suppress the public's awareness of Huna so that they can put it behind an $80,000 paywall. And I'm just... It makes me livid to think about that. So I want you to have it. I just want to make sure that you're receiving the power of Huna in the most beneficial way. So that's why we start by learning how to use the quantum healing process. Its power is light years ahead of every other healing tool that we have available to us in the physical realm, except Huna. It's incredibly powerful, yet it's still very gentle because it doesn't require an installation process. So when you use it, you can make amazing transformations in your life in a way that still feels very comfortable. Now, when you are deeply committed to fulfilling your life's highest purpose of evolving spiritually, and you're really paying attention to what's happening underneath the surface of your reality, and you combine that with the power of the quantum healing process, I mean, you become able to break cycles of suffering very, very quickly and create a new life without them. You start making quantum leaps in your life over and over and over again, and you just you feel like a whole new woman, but the truth is you're just becoming more and more of who you always were at a soul level, and that means... You're no longer doomed to live out the after effects of the traumatic experiences that you've had during your life, even if a problematic pattern has been running through your lineage for generations. If everyone in your family has been overweight or struggled with the same kinds of problematic health patterns, or if everyone in your family has had trouble attracting and staying in fulfilling relationships, or if everyone in your family has had trouble with money and no matter what happens, there just never seems to be enough, you can be the one to break that cycle without making yourself a martyr to it. You just have to know how to use the quantum healing process and you have to be committed to doing the work. Now, the other thing that's going to happen is the more quantum healing work you do, the more you're going to clearly know what's right for you and what's wrong for you. You're going to feel compelled to move toward the kinds of people and situations that will help you become who you want to be so you can live the life you want to live. And you're going to feel compelled to move away from the kinds of people and situations that are going to keep you stuck in your old problematic ways of being. You're going to know the answers to those big questions that only you can answer. And 
even if you're not consciously asking yourself those questions. The more you use the quantum healing process and you start healing the aspects of you that were clouding your ability to know those answers, the more you're going to feel unconsciously compelled to just be who you were always meant to be and do the work you were always meant to do. It's just going to happen. And you might not even realize it until one day you stop and you look back at where you used to be. And in that moment, you're going to get a special kind of confidence that comes from knowing that you really can do anything because you can see all the things you've already done that once felt impossible. And that feeling is what I want every woman to have because that is how you're supposed to be living every day. And when you commit yourself to doing this work and something happens that's wrong for you, it's going to feel so fucking bad. (laughs) You're going to have to do something about it to make it stop immediately. You cannot miss this stuff. And that means you will not allow bad shit to keep happening over and over in your life. Boundaries don't ever have to be a problem for you again, because you're going to have a very clear awareness of what's right for you and what's wrong for you and where those boundaries are. And you're going to feel powerfully motivated to enforce them. And other people are going to perceive the power of your boundaries and they're going to stop trying to violate them because they're going to know at an unconscious level that that is pointless. Now, since with quantum healing, you're using the power of your higher conscious mind to heal at the level of your unconscious, you get to change everything that your unconscious and conscious mind control. That means when you use the quantum healing process one time, you can see changes in your physical body, your emotions, your thoughts, and your choices, which all collectively create the quality of your life. That means you're going to change the way you see yourself and what's important to you in life. You're going to feel a lot more confident, more at peace with who you are now and who you've been in the past and who you're becoming And you're going to see your past from a more truthful and empowered perspective. And your beliefs about what you're capable of being, doing, and having in the future are going to change dramatically. It is such a beautiful thing. And I am so obsessed with this work. So if you're ready to get started and you want to learn more about the Quantum Healing Intensive or Warrior Woman University, you can go to becomeyourownsavior.com and get all the details. So in this episode, I showed you why you need a powerful spiritual healing tool to put an end to the problems that are showing up in your physical reality. And in the next episode, I'm going to introduce you to the invisible barrier that's standing in between you and what you want most, that thing that you want to have instead of that old problem. This is something that nobody seems to know about. And until you learn how to deal with it, It really can become the ultimate form of unconscious sabotage because not only can it keep you from having the kind of freedom and happiness that you desire across all areas of your life, if you keep running into this invisible barrier and you don't know how to get past it, your confidence and your ability to get what you want and your hope for the future are going to slowly drain away. And when you lose those, you're going to have to fight like hell to get them back. So in the next episode, I'm going to show you how to make sure that that doesn't happen for you. And if it already has, I'm going to show you how to fix it. When you're ready, I'll meet you there. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com and get started on your way to healing the unconscious source of your problematic patterns so you can finally become free and create a life you truly love. And if you'd like to join this movement of women who are reclaiming their spiritual power and healing the world by healing themselves, you can help us grow by following the show and leaving a review and letting me know how the Become Your Own Savior podcast has impacted you. Until next time, I'm Genevieve Joy.